0: hello and welcome to the browns blitz today is thursday october 5th this is episode number 218 i'm your host rod bloom joining me today is my brother jeff hey jeff how are things going
1: hey rod going okay we had a great weekend last weekend good to be back in saddle
0: though yeah it, it was uh it was an outstanding weekend yeah so uh we talked about it last week um we did more than tease it i guess and and uh you know it was jacqueline's uh my my daughter's wedding and uh, people on twitter probably tired of it because it's all i've been tweeting about but um but yeah so uh so yeah it's a great family weekend um jeff you performed the ceremony and you know and i talked about it ahead of time kind of giving you props for doing it and the way you were asked and and uh just accepting the job and um I told you at the ceremony, but I mean, you did, you did an amazing job. Um, you know, look, uh, you look very comfortable up there. At, <laughs> no matter how nervous you actually were doing it, um, it didn't come off that way. So. Well, um, I appreciate yep. that. Absolutely. Um,
1: it was, it was an important, uh, probably the, one of the bigger responsibilities that I've, I've felt in my lifetime, you know, <laughs> you, you, you think about, you know, what comes along with that, not just the speaking part, but, you know, um, the content that has to go into it and, you know, the, making it all personal and stuff. And and I just, I was, I was really caught up in the responsibility of it the, the few days before. So needless to say, after it was done, I I slept very well. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I think people really enjoyed the message. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, well, there was, yeah. yeah, you know, um, that some people comment, um, about, uh, about the words that she said and, um, you know, I, I think everybody enjoyed it. So, so, uh, oh, that's great. And most know.
1: importantly, Jacqueline and Josh got the wedding that, that they wanted.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you can, you sweat these things, you plan them and somehow they, they work out and, and it worked out. And I mean, everything was, you know, about as perfect as as we could have asked for. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's there is nothing like walking your daughter down the aisle and i'm not going to tear up now guys because I, <laughs> I i got i got emotional enough on uh on saturday so yeah, yeah. so uh so yeah right, there, there's right. no tears left to cry or anything but right. but yeah well there was uh, there was
1: plenty of tears once the football game
0: started well that's true that is very <laughs> true <laughs> so yeah i had a great, ruin time. a great weekend <laughs> um yeah, yeah, it did kind of ruin a great weekend, but uh, but yeah, um, I I don't know where to start with this game, Jeff. I mean, it, it was it was awful. I mean, we well, can look just, at the game first. Um, but let's I just guess start
1: with this, Rod. That that when's the last time that that neither you or I finished watching a game?
0: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't um, remember
1: a time where neither of us, you know actually sat and watched the entire
0: even the pittsburgh
1: game was awful i mean it was it was the worst game i can remember and i watched Um, the whole thing and i watched the whole thing yeah um you know this game um you know it took me two or three days to watch the first half and i still haven't watched the second half i just i don't see a point in it um (laughs) which is just so contrary to how we've been for you know the last several years
0: I watched the first half of this game and it, you know, it was Sunday, obviously day after the wedding. And I said, you know what, I I've got other stuff to do, um, right. you know, and didn't really miss much in the second half. Um, other, other than, uh, the Ravens scoring a touchdown, which, uh, which messed up my bet. Cause I had placed a bet and, <laughs> and I know people out there bet big money on some of this stuff. I, I bet a dollar guys but we talked about the the over under on the last episode and and I I put a dollar on um on the brown, on the over under being 30 and a half and of course the total score came out to be 31 thanks to the Ravens scoring a touchdown in the fourth quarter so I'm like well what else could go wrong you know yeah uh, yeah but hey, no no Figures. big deal Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't even about the money. It's like, well, at least maybe they're going to lose. Maybe I'll win this bet. Make me feel a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah. But anyhow, yeah, I mean, um, this never really was a game. Um, you know, from the beginning, I mean, there's really not even much to, to go over. There's nothing you really want to carry over at all. I mean, um. You know, it, it really all goes back to to the quarterback play and the Browns not being able to get the running game going. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: The the defense allowing some scores, um, you know, and uh, and before you know it, it's I mean, it, it was twenty one three a half, and and the game's over. Right, it was it was over, and we knew it was over. Yeah. So. Yeah um yeah the, the the thing is
1: is you know you, you were watching two of the league's top defenses in that game um i think when it's all said and done browns and the ravens will probably both be top five in the league in defense at the end of the season um
0: yeah, yeah i agree
1: and that you know that they are now, and they they probably will continue that trend, right? Um, yeah, the the Ravens always have played tough defense against us, um, and the games have come down to whether or not we can contain Lamar, and you know, can we match them point for point, right? So, mm-hmm. I think we did the first part for the most part. I mean, early in the game, at least. I mean, the the, the defense <laughs> they had three three and outs against Baltimore to start the game.
0: Yeah, it um, started, started very well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't ask any more. I think even, you know, halfway through the second quarter, you know, we, we were still in this game. It was still a close mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, our, our defense was able to uh, create a turnover, hand the ball back to our offense. Our offense did nothing with it. And mm-hmm. I think that the air just kind of went out of the team at that point um that you know hey we've we've got a rookie quarterback um we don't have a lot you know going well for us today um and you could just sort of see the letdown you know that the why are we trying to force it today so um it's 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 frustrating um it's embarrassing um but it's the NFL and and you know some games you're just not in. And this was one of those games that I, I just I, I don't once once we knew that Deshaun Watson wasn't gonna play, I think our chances of winning this game went, you know, really low. Um if everything worked perfectly offensively and we were able to score, you know. 15, 18 points, we mm-hmm. might have had a chance in this game. But when the sum total of your offense is, you know, a 53-yard field goal because your offense insists on going backwards again, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. The, that was the most... I mean, two weeks ago, I, I talked about Watson throwing the ball backwards. Um, for Elijah Moore to run backwards 20 yards... Uh, I'm I'm sitting there going what the hell is he thinking? Have and we that...
0: for, I I said to myself have we forgotten how to play the game?
1: Right. Yeah. Like you're you're suddenly going to be able to, you know, outrun the Ravens defense by the entire them. defense. Yeah, a million different in, directions, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. You're the fastest man in the whole world. 10 right. times faster than everybody. You're you're right. eventually going to get past everybody. Right. No, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it, at rough.
1: some point, you know, you just you get you get too tricky, you get too gimmicky. Um and, and I understand, you know, the game plan against Baltimore has to be some of that. Because you're just not going to pound the ball against their defense. They they just they don't let you do that. They never have. So, you know, even if right. Nick Chubb is healthy and the offensive line is healthy and at the top of their game, this is typically not a game that, you know, we rush for 100 yards in because the Ravens just don't let you do that. You know,
0: yeah, we, yeah. We, it, it, it's a game where, where Nick would have, you know, his 20, 25 rushes and 15 of them are going to be for two yards or less.
1: Right. Yeah. He's going uh, to break that every kind now of and game. then. Yeah. yeah. But but it's going to be a grinded you know, kind of kind of running game. and And we just don't have that mentality against a bad team, much less against a team like the Ravens right now, to be able to, you know, pound the ball. So you've got to do some other stuff to, you know, create some offense. you got to get, you know, get guys into positions where, you know, you you can create first downs. And and I think Stefanski did that pretty well in the beginning of the game. Um, But I don't think he coaches them up to, you know, throw interceptions. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think he coaches them up to to do stupid things. No, um, no. So, so yeah, sometimes your offense just, just doesn't have it. And I think that's really what happened in this game is that the offense, you know, rather than being able to rally around a rookie quarterback, you saw the absolute worst of this offense, which we're still waiting for it to come together. Um, and I like DTR big fan of, you know, drafting him and developing him as the backup. Um, I thought he was ahead of schedule being named the number two. Uh, People were really, really high on him in preseason. And, you know, I tried to caution people a little bit that, you know, uh, he's going to get a slap of reality when he plays in the regular season. Um, He's going to get there, but you know, the fourth game of the season against the Ravens was really a baptism by fire. <laughs> and it, it he'll, was. He'll it be was. better off for it, but ultimately you want, you know, next year you want him to be able to step in and execute the exact same offense, you know, not have to change plays, not have to change philosophies, and, and have him, you know, perform at a, you know, seventy five or eighty percent level of the starter. Right. Well, he's yeah. not even close—not even close to ready for that yet, obviously. But that doesn't mean we have to go right. out and find a, a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we don't need to, to to cut him. We we don't need to you know go out and train no. for no, a veteran. Don't. You know, we don't. We just need to stick to the plan and, and realize that sometimes it all blows up.
0: Yeah, um, you know, Jeff, I've seen uh, I've seen people saying, "Well, you know." Of course, there's the question about Watson. We'll get to that, you know, with how they would have done if Watson would have played. Okay. There's also the the question of somebody put out there. I'm not even going to go into all that stuff, but, you know, how would the Browns have done if Baker was a quarterback? My question is, which I'm like, how long has it been since he was on the team? Okay. Um, My question is, how do you think the Browns would have done if, if Josh Dobbs would have done the quarterback in this game? Against because, the Ravens. Yeah. Against the Ravens. And, you know, because I'll be honest with you. I mean, that, that move of, of trading Dobbs still, and I like DTR too. Um, you know, but the Browns needed three QBs. Um, you know, I don't know if DTR would have made it to the practice squad. Um, or, or if they would have had to carry, you know, um, right. three guys on on the, uh, you know, on the active roster. But um, just wondering what you think about, you know, Josh Dobbs, because to me, that's the only that's the other option is if they would have kept Dobbs. Right. Well,
1: I'll say that in the preseason, DTR clearly outplayed Josh Dobbs. Clearly. I mean, it wasn't even close. He he looked much more comfortable executing the Watson offense. Um, he was accurate with his throws. Uh, didn't didn't get himself in trouble. Didn't make a lot of mistakes. So what happened Sunday was really uncharacteristic for what we've seen from DTR to this point. Um, Josh Dobbs has gone into a really good situation for him and he's done well with it. Congratulations. I, I I'm happy for him. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield, it took him a year, but he's finally in a situation that is working for him so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. I think great. I'm happy for him. Okay. Right. But, but you can't second guess. and And, and with the benefit of hindsight say, Oh, we should have, waited a year for Baker Mayfield to get his shit together. Right. You know, I mean, it, it the just, decision it was made. It didn't, I mean, yeah, it yeah didn't you happen have to go way. on. It didn't happen. Decisions
0: are made and games are played. You, right. you have to move forward.
1: We don't get to turn right. the clock back. Okay. Right. And
0: change decisions.
1: Okay. So, um, you know, DTR is our backup. Um, he's going to be green in, in situations where he's pressed into, starting against a, a top league defense uh, it has the potential to get ugly and it did yeah
0: yeah L- let me go somewhere here because what you said about DTR and and Dobbs in the preseason is accurate okay Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals also beat the Dallas Cowboys was last week or a week before whenever it was um, convincingly. You know, mm. in a in a season where people think that the Cardinals are are, you know, trying to trying to you He's know trying to lose. throw games yeah. and lose. You know, everybody right. knows it except the players, apparently. Apparently, yeah. So um my point is is this. So so obviously Josh Dobbs is not a horrible quarterback. People seem to think these guys are robots and that they're going to perform the same way, you know, every game, you know, and yeah. people should know better because quarterbacks have up and down games. Right. So I think people, you know, I think it's a little early to, 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 to evaluate DTR based on this one game against the Ravens. Mm. And I agree. He looked awful. He looked like he had no accuracy. He looked uncomfortable. Um, You know, he didn't look like he belonged out there.
1: He made some good plays, okay? Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, it wasn't all bad, okay? But, but yeah, yeah, there was was certainly some really bad throws. Um, There was some some poor decision-making. All of it, to me, was, you know, him just not being comfortable in the Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah, you know, just just trying to do too much in the moment, um, trying to put the team on his back when he was playing a really good defense and, and right. they weren't going to have any of it, you know. So, yeah. um, hey, just, he's just got to chalk it up to learning experience and, and, you know, hopefully it makes him better going forward and hopefully Deshaun Watson doesn't miss games.
0: Yeah, let's hope because these numbers are partially understandable because the Browns were behind. But when your rookie quarterback has thirty-six pass attempts right. against for, for one hundred twenty-one yards for one hundred twenty-one <laughs> yards, which is what like you know less than four yards per four pass yards attempt, a carry, four yards a um, pass, yeah, that's it, that's not a good number for anybody that follows that stat at all. Right, right, not good. No. Um, <laughs> It should be. Yeah, I think people would know that. So, right. but anyways, yeah. So he's nineteen for thirty six for one twenty one. Um, yeah, yeah, not good. Um, some yeah, other if, stats. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: And if you just go down the, and look who he threw to, okay. Um, I mean, there were six guys that had one reception.
0: You know, when, when <laughs> Amari Coop, when Amari Cooper has one catch for sixteen yards, your offense is not. Yeah. Working. Well, yeah so it's just wrong. not right um, I mean that joku had a good day coming off the whatever the heck happened to him with the burn and everything um, right. I applaud him for playing yeah. um, you know uh, we don't need to get into whatever happened because I don't I don't even know if it's been made public and don't care because he didn't miss the game you know right, right. so so good and uh, Jerome Ford had had five catches I mean only 19 yards but five okay. catches. Um,
1: essentially the, the, the offense was a non-factor yeah uh, that's 11 it was. guys, 11 guys yeah. that were, that were just non-factors.
0: Yeah. So my question for you, Jeff, um, is, uh, Pierre strong seems to, um, and I know he's probably getting carries late. He may have been going up against second teamers or whatever, but right. he he seems to be running the ball pretty well, you know, in his limited amount of carries. Do you do you think? Um, and I'm a Jerome Ford fan, and he's he's the guy out there at the beginning of the game when teams know that you're running, you know, and and he's to me shown that he should be the starter and everything, and should be getting the bulk of the carries. It's right. just not working all the time. Um, but pierre strong man he's he seems to be doing pretty well. do you think he should do you think his touches should increase somehow why or not i
1: don't i don't know that it matters who 's carrying the ball right now and and here's why I think it's because our line's not getting the job done yeah um, we right now have a rookie at right tackle we have an underperforming veteran at left tackle um, our center is hurt and there just seems to be no cohesion at all um, with our offensive line wow. and and we we expected there to be a little bit of a, a an adjustment period with these more mobile quarterbacks um, you know mm-hmm. the dual threat guys require you know a little bit different head on a swivel type of, of a blocking approach. Right. Um, but man, our offensive line is, which is supposed to be the strength of this team has been really pretty disappointing this year. So yeah. Yeah. I think even if, if Nick Chubb was still healthy um, I think we'd still see, like you said earlier, two run, two yards, you know, just occasionally, just, just not creating the holes. Um, yeah,
0: because I mean, Chubb's going to make more of his own holes on these guys, obviously. Right. You know, yeah, and he, he's
1: going to he's going to make something from nothing. But
0: yeah, because these guys aren't
1: guys. aren't there, and and you know, Kareem Hunt is is out there trying to kill himself, um, and and really not accomplishing a whole hell of a lot. Um, Jerome Ford is you know making two or three yards a carry. I just think our offensive line needs to to figure out how to run block again. I think they've, they've gotten so focused now on pass sets and making those adjustments to, you know, how we're operating differently now that they've completely forgotten how to run block. And that's the only explanation I can come up with because anybody should be able to find a hole behind these guys. But Jeff, And it's not we, happening.
0: We have Bill Callahan and you know, and I'm not bringing this up to say that Bill Callahan suddenly stinks, (laughs) but, but man, we, we have the guy who's supposed to be the best, you know, probably the best offensive line coach, you know, around. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why are we having these problems? I just, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with that a little bit. And I mean, honestly, our, our, our right tackle has been playing as well as you could expect for, you know, for being a rookie. Um, You know, but I think it is, like you said, the cohesiveness and the line playing together. Um, Bill
1: Bill Callahan teaches technique. Um, Kevin Stefanski calls plays. Um, Coaches can only do so much. Then it's up to players to execute. And when guys miss assignments, when guys loaf... Um yeah or, or you know take plays off you know like we saw a lot last year um sure there's a discipline component there that reflects poorly on coaching
0: but it's still but the players decision
1: yeah ultimately these are professional athletes that that are paid to go out there and and execute a game plan and perform to the, you know, the top of their abilities and when, you know, you constantly are shuffling the deck and, and all these other things, none of that cohesion ever develops. It, that's why you yeah. see a team like the Ravens that can plug a guy in and he can go out and produce, okay, where the Browns have never had that that cohesion. Uh, you know, you, you think that something is a strength one year and then the next year it's an issue. And, and it just you constantly have these excuses for, you know, poor play um, because we've we've never been able to do it consistently and it's frustrating as hell it's embarrassing as hell Um, you know this fan base wants a team to be proud of um, but I think where we are now is we've, we've seen this roller coaster for the first four weeks where two of the four games we absolutely dominated our opponent. Mm-hmm. And, and the Bengals and the Titans are not lousy teams. But we dominated those two guys mm-hmm. in week one and week three. Week two was, was just, I think, kind of an outlier because of the Nick Chubb injury. Um,
0: yeah, you know, I agree.
1: We, 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 I think we got taken out of our game physically against the Steelers um, in an, in another really tough environment. I'll just go back to what I said at the end of the last show um, about, you know, this, this first five game stretch where our offense is still figuring things out. Yes. I would be happy with two wins out of those first five games and then try to you know try to find our footing after that and and peel off some wins later in the season when the schedule softens a little bit. Um, we got those two wins. Now, I don't I don't want us to fall on our face against the 49ers either. I'd like us to, no. you know, at least go out and play a respectable game against the 49ers, but I don't think it's the end of the world if we come out of this first five these first five games at 2 and 3. There's there's still a lot of win op- opportunities down the road and for a team that has arguably the best defense in the league right now and an offense that just isn't firing on all cylinders yet
0: you gotta like except when they play the Titans
1: well they they, they, yeah I mean
0: that was the defense too though I mean yes yes I mean
1: but even so Rod I mean even so that that was not a clean game I mean no and and you heard you heard you heard Andrew Barry talk about it today, that, you know, uh, 10 turnovers in four games. Okay, that, yeah, that's
0: way too much. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: Much. That, that's, yeah. you know, that's... How, you know win half your,
0: how do you win half your games when you turn the ball over 10 times? I, right. I mean, that's a feat in and of itself.
1: Right. No, no NFL team is going to be successful turning the ball over at that rate. Yeah. You know, we have to figure out how to take care of the football. and and make better decisions and and play with some pace um, on offense. A defense I'm not worried about, you know, as long as the defense stays reasonably healthy, you know, we've got the right approach. We've got the right guys. Um, Yeah. We're going to, you know, we're going to give up points sometimes. Uh, Every NFL team does. It's the NFL. Yeah. Right. But they're going to keep us in games. If our offense just doesn't completely fall flat on its face. And you know, in the Steelers game, we, you know, if we don't gift wrap 14 points, we probably win that game. Right.
0: Yeah. Even uh, with the loss of Chubb. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And
1: and, and same goes for, for this game against the Ravens. We gift wrapped that first touchdown. Um, we, we did absolutely nothing after that. Um, it's our offense that's just shooting itself in the foot repeatedly, you know, doing yeah. stupid things like running backwards 20 yards. Okay, that, that the dumb things just have to stop, and you just have to, you know, you have to put professional offense out there on the field that's capable of scoring between twenty-five and thirty points, and this defense will carry the day for you every week. It just hasn't well, happened on offense.
0: Yeah, you you can't um, you can't expect any defense to to go out there and stop the Ravens when you give them the ball at the ten. <laughs> it's just, you know. Um, right.
1: No, I I, I that, don't even that was count that
0: as unfair. No, you don't even can't count, count that, that as a
1: touchdown against the defense. I mean, that oh, that true. is completely on the offense. Like I said, the the fourteen yeah. against the Steelers completely on the offense. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I agree. Um, so yeah, the, the the offense has to get its act together. Um, I think we started to see some signs of that against the Titans, and you know, then you know Deshaun can't go. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's just, so, you
1: know, just another roadblock
0: Yeah, so yeah, last thing on the game um, it, It's a little frustrating because when you play the Ravens, you know who you need to stop on offense right. And it's two guys, right? It's Lamar and that's Mark Andrews mm-hmm. uh, if They could bring in all the Hall of Fame wide receivers they want And <laughs> I don't think it would make any difference no. because it, it's Lamar uh, it's you know it's stopping their running game, um, which the Browns typically don't have a big problem doing. It's it's containing Lamar and it's stopping mm-hmm. Mark Andrews. And Lamar right. um ran for two scores and he passed for two scores to Mark Andrews, who had five catches for 80 yards. So those two guys put up all the points. Yep. And those are the two guys you're trying to stop. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, and I'm not pounding on the defense, but um, because they were put in a bad position and they started out very well. But um, you know, when when you play when you play the Ravens, and that's those are the guys you got to stop. Um, yeah, I mean, I I would I don't know, it's almost like you could have have two guys on Andrews and let some of the wide receivers run free because <laughs> I don't think Lamar would hit them. Half the yeah, they're,
1: they're they're tough matchups, they you know, you, you see.
0: Yeah, you see,
1: um, you know, Greg Newsom um, or or even JOK, you know, trying to tackle Mark Andrews.
0: Um, it's tough. just it's not fair, you know. So no, um, the Browns have slowed him down sometimes. They yeah, have.
1: yeah. Um, he's gonna get his he's gonna get his yards. He's gonna get his catches. Um, they're gonna score some points on you, um, and you know you saw against Indy. You know if if you just if you can score a little bit you know, um, the Ravens can be beat, but you just yeah. can't, you can't fall flat on your face offensively.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And so you, can't,
1: you certainly can't throw three interceptions.
0: No, no, it's just, it, it's just too much. Um, you yeah, you give them too many chances and, and, uh, eventually the defense is out there too much. Um, you know, I, I, I tweeted something about the Browns, you know, defense looking pedestrian on on uh, probably the it was probably the, the the next drive after, you know, after they scored from the ten because I think yeah. they scored the next drive again and somebody said well they've been out there the whole game and I'm thinking well, you know they they've been out there for what thirteen fourteen plays it's not been the whole game and you know I can understand they've been out there a bit. But um, you know, at some point, fatigue is a factor. I don't know if it should have been yet at that point. You know, that's not my not my call. But um, yeah. but yeah. Um. Anyways, it, it it's hard to pin that loss on the defense when the offense did absolutely nothing. So, mm-hmm. so let's talk about uh, Deshaun Watson and this whole shoulder thing because um, oh, man, everybody's fired up about this, Jeff. Yeah. Because uh, you know, um, depending on who you talk to. It sounds like uh, everybody thought Deshaun was going to play, and then you know he was medically cleared to play, per um, Stefanski, and he couldn't go. So, yeah. um, so I mean, this this kind of sounds familiar. Just the just the opposite, where right. you know the team wouldn't let Baker play now. We have Watson who decides not to play you know, in yeah. in a maybe not a similar situation, but it's it's a shoulder. So right. we'll just call it a similar situation. So um it sounds like he tried to throw, just couldn't throw, wasn't effective, you know, couldn't get anything on the ball in that. So and I'm just I just want to get your thoughts about um whose decision it should be. Um, you know, who, you know, is, is Watson responsible for kind of how things went down by leading the Browns to, to, to think that he was going to play. And then at the last minute saying, no, I can't go, you know, did he kind of hurt the team by doing that? Um, you know, and it sounds people are saying the teammates were frustrated too. So, Mm. so let's get your thoughts on that.
1: Well, first of all, do people think that if he had played the outcome would be
0: different? Uh, or, I think I think everybody thinks that he would have won if he would have played because yeah. that's how it sounds. Even if he can't throw the ball. Yeah. That he should have been out there playing.
1: They they think that, you know, if if he's out there that that the outcome's going to be different with a bad arm. Um because He's making $230 million, maybe. Maybe, well, maybe, would, that's, maybe that's why they think he should have played.
0: He should have played because of his salary. I think right. I think right. some people were saying, yeah, I expect more out of a guy who's making that much money.
1: Right. right, right. We're paying him all this money. He needs to suck it up, whether he's injured or not, and go out and play, right, and, and get us mm-hmm. a win. Well, mm-hmm. the reality is, is that if an injured Deshaun Watson goes out there and plays, the outcome is probably not any different. And yeah, to to blame him for the team not showing up offensively um, takes a hell of a lot of responsibility off DTR, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. DTR it still had a game plan to go out there and execute. And, and the idea is, is that you've got that backup quarterback who can go out and run the same offense. You should not have to go out and create a completely different game plan for your backup. When Baker was here, did we create a completely different game plan when the backup played? I don't even remember his name. My point no, is-
0: no. yeah, your point.
1: You, you purposely have backups who can play the same, who can play the same way, who can execute the same game plan as the starter, right? And if Josh Dobbs was here, it still would have been the exact same game plan. Kevin Stefanski doesn't keep an A and a B just in case. <laughs> he he right. goes into the Ravens game thinking, okay, here's what we need to do to beat the Ravens defense offensively. And then it's up to his players to go out and make it happen. And I, I don't for a second think that if, if an injured Deshaun Watson goes out and plays, the outcome's any different. I think if I if if he's healthy, it certainly is going to be a different outcome, um, but not if he's injured.
0: Here's the thing, Jeff. I think that people like players who who just want to play no matter what. Okay, so and we saw that we saw that in Baker. Okay, and a lot of people like Baker's. Guts and determination, and we saw what happened when Baker played hurt. Though, okay, yeah, there were
1: an awful lot of times where he hurt the team by playing.
0: He hurt the team by playing, and we've we've seen a similar situation with the Bengals and Joe Burrow, with Got his it. with his with his calf, I think it is. So, yeah, he's out there hurting um, his team. He he they've left the decision in his hands,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's like he's a competitor. You have to applaud his competitiveness. Yeah, but he's out there playing, and damn it, he's going to play because he's Joe Burrow, and you know he's going to will this team to victories. Right. Well, and they're one and keeps, three. He yeah, keeps <laughs> re-entering the calf. I mean, how are you going right. to how are you going to really help your team? Right. Okay. So, so great. You know, Joe Burrow and Baker are warriors. They're willing to go out there no matter what. It doesn't mean it's the right decision. Mm-hmm. And, and just because Watson was medically cleared eh, I'm not a doctor you know I, I don't know if that you know I don't know what that means as far as how his shoulder felt or how he could throw the ball but the word is that the guy could not throw the ball anytime he tried before right. the game Right. so if that's the fact then you have to say that he said you know hey I can't play you gotta believe him
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know
1: Yeah, Yeah, look, this isn't You know, this isn't the 1950s With, you know, leather helmets And, you know um, (laughs) Guys just spitting out teeth And going back in the game I mean, these guys Take care of their bodies They listen to their bodies Um, You know, things that You and I would work through You know, they they stop They want to be 100% healthy When they go out and play yeah. Um so yeah, I, I get the fan mentality, you know, just buckle up your chin strap and go out there and, and take one for the team, right? Even if it means that you know you hurt yourself worse or or you know we lose even uglier. Okay. We we want yeah. our multi-million dollar quarterback out there playing. Based on the fact I think that we have a buy this week. And it gives him that extra week to heal up. Mm-hmm. I can certainly understand the decision to not push it if he didn't feel it. And, you know, now the real, the real, for me, the real answer will be, how does he play against San Francisco? If he heals up yeah. and he comes out and he plays against San Francisco, like he get like he did against Tennessee. It was a, absolutely the right decision to not play
0: yeah yeah i I would agree with you if he if he looks healthy and hopefully stays healthier throughout the rest of the season then yeah it was a good call yeah good call so so yeah so um so we talked a little bit about watson's and watson and stefanski um andrew barry had his uh his little talk and um
1: pissed off a lot of fans didn't he
0: Oh, oh yeah he he talked about he talked about protecting the ball, okay, which which is great, um, yeah. you know, yeah, obviously a big thing, but I, I don't have all the words here, but he, oh my gosh, he used the p word, and <laughs> you cannot use the p word in Cleveland, um, no, no, he asked the fans to be patient, and he oh my, yeah,
1: obviously word. knows knows none of the history of this organization,
0: yeah. <laughs> Use the p-word, Mr. Barry. <laughs> right.
1: Other teams turn it around in the season. Why can't we?
0: There, there are people out there who are ready to, to, to get rid of Watson. They're ready to fire Stefanski, and they're ready to burn it to, down.
1: Burn to, it down.
0: To, to, to get rid of Barry, just just over the game last week. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they've completely you know?
1: forgotten how we dominated Tennessee the pre- previous week. Now we need to we need to burn it down. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, um I mean, I don't I'll never understand it because you know the the Bengals and the Steelers both lost by almost the the same score that the Browns did last week. Yeah. Very similar, and I wonder I'm sure their fan bases aren't happy. But no. do you think there's serious consideration to to making coaching changes there right now? <laughs> oh my, yeah. Um, I know it stinks. Uh, that game, yeah i i couldn't I couldn't watch the rest of it because it was awful. But it's it's one game. It's just it's one game. So yeah. the Browns have to keep doing what they've been doing, and that's taking the weeks one at a time and, um, you know, just getting ready for the next one. And the 49ers, you know, of course it's going to be a tough game, but the Browns are coming off the bye, and I think San Fran plays Sunday night, so the Browns have a slight advantage there with a little bit of a shorter week for the 49ers, and the 49ers yeah. are coming to Cleveland, so so hey, you don't know. But um, we'll we'll talk more about that. Um, We'll talk more about that next week.
1: When we talked about our expectations for the season, Rod, it was um, looking for consistency, um, you know, but it all boiled down to the play of Deshaun Watson. How was he going to... Come out this year after really struggling last year and being rusty and all that. I, you know, we we all felt like you know, and and all the national people said the same thing that this team will go as far as Deshaun Watson can take us. So, we need a healthy All-Pro type starting quarterback, franchise quarterback to get us where we want to go this season. Yeah. It's not maybe a direct route. Yeah. Um, there's, there's going to be weeks where it's hard to watch. But I think if the goal is to be playing your best football in December, you've got to work all this stuff out now. And yeah, every game's important. Every win's important, right? Especially division games. Um, but we're trying to build something bigger. And I think that's Andrew Barry's point by, by throwing out haphazardly the P word. Um, yeah. we're trying to build something bigger here, you know, that, that you, you've never experienced in, you know, in the, the recent history of this organization. Um, a team that can consistently play head-to-head with other teams. Um, Are we going to be an elite team this year? Probably not, but I don't think we went into the season expecting that. I think we expected it to take some time for the offense to figure it out. I think the defense is way ahead of schedule. I don't think anybody expected our defense to be this good this early. You know, um But the offense is going to take some time, and and hopefully by you know the, the the last six or eight games of the season, we're 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 peeling off some wins because all that still starts working.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what everybody has different expectations, but I'll use your phrase, Jeff. This people hopefully went into the season realizing it's not Madden that they're yeah, playing right. out there. That that um you know especially the offense was going to take some time, um, you know, to get things going, The the defense has been great, but. Um, yeah.
1: When you lose Nick Chubb, you don't mortgage your future to go out and get Jonathan Taylor to replace him. That, that doesn't fix the problem.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe the people that were pushing that idea. Um, <laughs> that's, that's insanity. It, are they the same people saying that we couldn't pay Nick Chubb? Right. That's what I'm wondering. Right. Is everybody saying, yo, you can't pay a running back. Oh, we lost a running back. Well, well let's go pay a running back. <laughs> right. Come on, you guys. Seriously. Um. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing is um, that I've mentioned from time to time is that people have to realize that growth is not linear. The NFL is not linear. Right. You know, um, the best team doesn't always win every game, you know, right. <laughs> crap, crap happens in the NFL and a team can be getting better and still, and still experience a horrendous loss <laughs> in the season. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that, that the team is crap and that you need to blow it up. Um, it just doesn't. Um, you know, people hear that and say that I'm making an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's just a reality. If you look at uh, almost every team in the league, is going to experience some kind of a bad loss this season. Yeah. Um, you know, at, out of out of 32 teams, I, I'm pretty sure that at least 29 or 30 of them are going to get beat by by 15, 20 points at least once. Hmm. I would. I would guarantee it so you just you just have to expect that that's part of part of the game
1: here's the the difference rod though is that the Steelers got absolutely humiliated in week one and they Mm -hmm. came back in week two with a chip on their shoulder and they physically abused the Browns our organization needs to learn how to do that yeah. they need to figure out how to channel the frustration into performance in the next game. And to me that that's really the measure of where an organization is after having a bye week and and all of this chatter going on for, you know, 2 weeks. This team better come out ready to play against the 49ers.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it you know obviously it'd be a little bit better if they were coming out and playing you know somebody other than the 49ers um, to to show their dominance. But and and I'm not saying they can't win the game, but I mean you're playing one of the best three four teams in the league too. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean it, if you're going to play a team like that, this is when you want to play them. That's
1: that's your measuring stick, though. Let, let's go yeah. let's go play the best to see how good we really are and and let's go out and, and not, you know, not shoot ourselves in the foot Mm -hmm. so many times that no one can really measure how good we are. You know, let's, let's go out and, and play a clean game and, and play somewhere up close to our abilities and let's see how we measure up against one of the best teams in the league. Because right now I don't know I don't know how good we are versus Baltimore because we didn't show up last week. I don't know how good no, we are I, I versus agree. Pittsburgh I, I, because we got completely beat up in that game. Okay, I know we can beat the crap out of the Bengals because I've seen them. I've seen us do it several times now. <laughs> right?
0: I, I have a hard time believing that the Browns are not better than Pittsburgh, and I have a hard time believing that the Browns are not, you know pretty darn close to, to, to Baltimore. I really do. Um, you know, they, but like you said, it's, you, you got to show up, and um, you got to play the game. So, um, yeah. so we'll, we'll see how round two goes with each right. of those teams. Um, the Browns should have something to prove. Um, one last question for you, Jeff, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. We've been talking DTR and we talked Josh Dobbs and we talked everybody else who plays quarterback. um, what are your thoughts on uh, on PJ Walker, who has starting experience in the NFL? Do you think, and, and I'm not asking, that, you know, um, I'm I'm assuming that Watson's going to be able to play the rest of the season. Yeah. So I don't want it to be a big issue. But this guy, I think he started several games. Yeah, um, I
1: think he started seven or eight games for Carolina.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and he was OK. So what what would your preference be? Would your preference be to put somebody with some experience out there over DTR or just to play DTR anytime you need somebody out, out there other than Watson? Well,
1: I, and I, I think why they made the decision on Sunday to do what they did is because DTR is your future. He's your future backup. He's the guy that, that you're going to invest in, um, that, that you want to be able to execute this offense. Um I think anybody else you're just really diluting that effort um and I don't think it it necessarily again changes the outcome um just having a more experienced guy doesn't necessarily equate to better chance of winning
0: right All right okay well, uh, we will. Talk a little bit about the 49ers matchup next week. Yep. May even bring a guest in. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anything you would like to say in closing, Jeff?
1: I think I said it earlier, you know, just we just have to get through this this first part of the schedule. Um, And, you know, hope this team continues to grow together offensively um, that we can stem the injuries that that, that keep seeming to pop up. Um, And man, if we could just start taking care of the football, this team could be fun to watch.
0: Yeah. I would agree with all that. Well said. This has been the Browns Blitz. We thank you for listening and we will catch you next time.